The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. You're listening to Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Move through blocks and fulfill your passion and purpose. This is Stop Stopping Yourself with your host, Vincent Jenna. Hello there, everyone. Yes, I am your host. This is not a recording. This is live. And I'm coming to you live from Holly Springs, North Carolina. What a perfect name for a city at this time of year. Holly. Holly Springs, like the Holly and the Ivy. And uh, what a glorious time of year. It is my favorite time of year. Happy December 1st, everyone. I love that that my show fell right on the 1st of December, the month of joy and peace and light and renewal. And we're going to talk about all of that on today's show. Uh, So I hope you had a wonderful week and you've survived your Thanksgiving weekend. And though your belt notch may be um, a little expanded, you can do your normal routine now and and, uh, hold back some of those goodies so that you can wait until the end of the month to fill yourself up with some more goodies. It's okay. You know, life is sweet. It's supposed to be sweet. That's why we enjoy the sweet things of life and food. Oh, my gosh. Especially around the holidays. I think it's terrible. Whoever created the original bodies, we're going to have to go back to and have a long conversation with, because I still do not understand why broccoli which I absolutely hate unless it's made only certain ways is really good for you. And yet cookies and ice cream, which I absolutely love is horrible for you. It's that's terrible. I want to be able to have a plate of, of toll house cookies or, you know, some Christmas cookies during the season, a nice plate of them and not have to worry about my waste. We just celebrated Hanukkah and and happy Hanukkah, the third day of Hanukkah for my Jewish friends and family members that are listening out there. We celebrate it as well. And one of the things that we added to a tradition is like my wife is 65 years old, going on 66 years old. 
Um, and and meanwhile, she just realized in reading some Jewish traditions again that, of course, because oil is and light of the celebration, it's all about the oil that lasted in the temple for eight days. We'll talk about that in a moment. So the tradition is to have things that are cooked and fried in oil, thus potato pancakes or latkes, potatoes. But other things are fried in oil, like donuts. And so it is a tradition in many Jewish households to have donuts for Hanukkah. And so we did that this weekend, this Sunday, my family came over, my children and grandchildren, and we celebrated Hanukkah together. And we had some donuts for dessert, which was completely different because I don't eat donuts anymore. I used to, we had a Dunkin' Donuts down the street from us, which I absolutely adored and loved. I love Dunkin' Donuts, but the old ones, they, they discontinued so many of the ones I absolutely adored. And um, I used to be able to get two or three donuts and eat two or three donuts at a time. But that's when I was in my teens and 20s and up until my 30s. But then once 40s hit, I wasn't able to eat as much, especially now that I'm older. Oh, my gosh. You look on a box of donuts and you look at the saturated fat content of donuts. Oh, holy moly. But it's the holidays. And it's that time of year to celebrate and enjoy and worry about everything else later. And that's why you make a New Year's resolution. And of course, on January, we'll talk about why New Year's resolutions don't work. So this is Hanukkah celebration, which is about the light, which is what I wanted to talk about. Before I go into that, I did want to make a couple of announcements. Um, Please go to my website at vincentjenna.com. And register to receive any of my emails or notices. I do not inundate people. I rarely send out an email unless there's something important to say and share or an event that I'm having. Or like currently, I am offering discounts on gift certificates. The gift certificate for a reading for the holidays is such a wonderful gift. Give a gift of transformation that is life-changing. Uh, wonderful gift. So that would be in my newsletter, uh, as well as a Coptic conference that I'm doing in January. Um, I believe now it's the second weekend in January. I just want to make sure about that. Um, Coptic conference was a center in Tennessee. And of course, it's going to be done virtually on Zoom. And they have for the weekend, it's a Saturday and a Sunday. It's the 8th and the 9th of January, which is absolutely fabulous speakers that are there all day long. And I happen to be one of them. So I want to invite you to come start the year off, you know, on the right path, in the right mode, expanding and growing Because we need to make those changes, people. If you look at everything going on in the world, now we have, right, a new um, derivative of and variants of the coronavirus. And that's starting to infiltrate the different countries. And why isn't this thing under control more? And the answer to that question is because we're not under control more. 
there's been some change. Maybe some of the fighting has settled down a bit, but there's been more shootings. In Michigan, there was just a shooting, a school shooting again. You always hear of some shooting all over the place, and it's important. Don't tune it off, tune it out, or turn it off. That doesn't make it go away. It doesn't make it not happen because you're not listening to it. If you're at least listening to it, you can do something about it. You can get yourself in a better mode, in a positive mode. Like I hope last week when we did that prayer, we did a Thanksgiving prayer on Wednesday. I hope that put you in a wonderful, powerful mode. I hope you carried that into your Thanksgiving with it. And I hope you had a fabulous Thanksgiving. And a wonderful Black Friday. Oh, I always love the Thanksgiving weekend for several reasons. First of all, the celebration, the family coming together, that's the primary part. We talked about the wonderful things to be grateful and thankful for, right? The real things, the joy that you receive from the choices that you make. That's what gratitude is. And then thankfulness is the joy you give to others for how they made you happy. It makes them happy and it brings them joy. And so we talked about that for Thanksgiving. So it starts off with that day and that celebration. And then just like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, you know, the evening ends with Santa Claus coming. The parade, Santa Claus finishes up the parade. And and the, the beginning of the Christmas season arises. And it, and it comes about, and of course they commercialized it, but I love the commercialism of Thanksgiving and Black Friday. Oh my gosh, I don't know. We've got to talk about being politically correct. We have to stop making this evil or dark in some way. Black Friday. I don't even know where that came from. I have to look it up, but it really is very dark and ominous when it's very glorious and wonderful. Everybody goes out shopping and we run into each other and, and yeah, it does become chaotic and people uh, and can tend to lose their patience. But but it, all in all, people are having a good time out there and, and you, you see them, you say hello, you say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. They respond back. It's wonderful. I absolutely love Black Friday because it's the busiest time of the year in the malls in the shopping areas. And, and we did, we took advantage of it. And we go to this Christmas craft show, my uh, daughter and son in heart and my wife and I, and then some friends also joined us this year and my sister-in-law and uh, niece. And we had a grand old time going, you know, at the state fairgrounds, this gigantic Christmas craft show. And you go up and down the aisle and the people are so wonderful and the and the crafts and the shopping. And oh, my God, they have the most gorgeous and perfect Santa Claus. He is Santa Claus um, that is there as well. And he's a very famous Santa Claus because there's a lot of portraits and books with his portrait in it. Um, I can't imagine a better Santa Claus. We have some great Santa Clauses here. I can't say that. Even in our mall, we have an absolutely gorgeous Santa Claus. Um, beautiful, beautiful um, gentleman inside and out. And you have to be a professional Santa Claus in order to really do Santa Claus. That was one of my um, things that I wanted in my life is someday be Santa Claus. But I, I number one, didn't want to get that heavy. Yeah, don't want to be that on that heavy in my elder age, unless I could be Santa Claus all year long. 
I would have a good time at that for sure. That's so much fun. And the children smile when they see you all the time. Not like the Grinch. Right? <clears throat> so the, the beginning of the Christmas season and giving and love, that's what makes it special for me. And then Hanukkah is also there at the same time. Uh, that is a season of light. And then Christmas itself is a season and the holiday and the celebration of renewal. Of the Christ within us, the coming again. It's actually the, the, the revelation each year. Because as it says in Revelation, um, the coming of again of Christ, it did not mean Jesus himself is going to come on down again. That's what everybody, every all the Christians want to believe. It's that Jesus. No, it's the Christ that is coming again, the Messiah. The Messiah is an experience, not a person. And so... Christmas is about the renewal. Stay with me for the next three weeks, at least. Um, the third week of December, I'm going to actually be giving the metaphysical messages to the story of the nativity, everything from the shepherds to the wise men. The story was told in that way, not as a historical account, but as a metaphysical message and symbolic of all aspects of who we are as individuals and spirits and souls. And you don't want to miss that because it's very important and primary. Why did they choose these characters? Why did three kings from the Asian areas come to worship Jesus? It could have been from anywhere. Why didn't somebody from Russia come? It didn't, wasn't written that way in the story. And, and there were plenty of civilizations out there to choose the characters from. But it was specific that it was three wise kings. So we'll talk about that story more. But it, every holiday at this time of year, the month of December around the world celebrate something to do with a light. Even the story of Christmas and Jesus being born has all to do with the star that gave light to his birth, gave light to his birth and pointed out his birth and, and where he was. It wasn't just a point of location. It was meaningful, the miracle of the star. And then there was a miracle of the light in the temple for the Maccabees. But back in Israel, when the temple was destroyed, another battle came in. They always wanted to tear down the, the Jewish faith and the people and take the land from them. So they tore down the temple. And of course, the temple was the most important area for the, the Jewish people because it housed the books of Moses, the scrolls, right? And, and so they were very important, the words of God, 
directly given to the scribes from God. And they make up the first 10 books of the Bible. And so it was very important for the Jews to rebuild the temple as best they could. So they continue to celebrate um, their heritage and their traditions. But during the destruction, there was only enough oil in the lamp left to light one day's worth of light. Only one small period of time. And it was going to take them much longer than that to at least put something together in order for them to worship again. And the miracle of the light is that the light lasted seven more days than the one, eight altogether, eight days, eight days, um, which is interesting. It's, it, it really is seven more. The miracle is about the seven days of extra light. They don't celebrate it that way. But if you look at it, it's the seven extra days of light. If the oil only was for one day, but it lasted eight days, that means that it was the seven days that were the miracle. And is that number seven again appearing? Seven spiritual centers, the seven chakras, seven years before something changes in your life. Seven is an important number. It took six days to create the world, and the seventh day God rested. So seven is an important number. So seven plus the one, of course, is the eight days that they celebrate Hanukkah. And it's about light, light shining. What is the metaphysical message of that, of the light? And then Kwanzaa. Um, Diwali was in November, but it was still very close. Diwali was, uh, was more of the um, Eastern world Hinduism celebration of light. Again, of light. So it's around still the same time period. And there's many other religious celebrations throughout the world that have light in it as a symbol. What is that light? Is it just to see with, you know, like the sun? It's more than that. Remember, everything that we are inspired to celebrate or to bring in as importance, whether it be a day, remember this day, Remember this symbol, remember this meaning. It's because of something deeper. It's because of something our souls want us to remember. And we keep saying light and flame. And if you look throughout history, there is also uh, the actual physical symbols that are painted and drawn of this light. Uh, In Catholicism, you see in the sacred heart of Jesus is a flame. And that that picture is in Jesus's heart, right? And then 
there are many symbols of the 12 disciples regaining the Holy Spirit, which was then going to allow them to go out and do the same work Jesus did, including his, his healings they were able to do once they reattained the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, in many pictures and illustrations, is depicted with a flame over their heads, again, a light. And also, there is a ring, a halo, over those who were saints, right? Including Jesus' head. So there was so much to do with the symbolism of light, be it in Judaism, or be it in, in Hinduism, or be it in Christianity. What is that about the light? And the light is about energy, of course. And light also has a figurative meaning of knowledge and wisdom. It's giving light to the truth. Light to the truth. Right? Whenever you're, you're talking about... Um, Ah, I, I see the light within you, or or even, oh, the light bulb went off. It went on, actually. Ah, I had a thought. I had an understanding. I had a knowledge. I had a wisdom came to me. And how do we signify that with a light bulb popping over somebody's head? So a light means coming out of the darkness or the lack of knowledge into the light, into wisdom and understanding now. So going from the lack of understanding to understanding. So going from darkness where you didn't understand into light where you do understand. As a matter of fact, even in Star Wars, even in any of the movies where they talk about the dark forces, the dark forces mean, what were they? They're black in color? No, they're not black in color. We keep depicting that. You always see the dark forces walking around in black hoods and capes and costumes, don't you? For black. Which is so, then again, politically incorrect at this point in time. It's what's instilled the idea that something is wrong with black. So now you got people who are dark of skin walking around and the exact same attitude is, is drawn about them. That somehow they're bad and wrong and evil. But that's because we use the concept of darkness to describe evilness or lack of knowledge, ignorance in some way. So the dark side, if you look at the dark side, if we go to the story of Star Wars and other stories like that, that use the concept of light and dark. What was that darkness? Darth Vader was on the dark side. And the dark side, even though they had some knowledge, what they lacked was wisdom. What they lacked was the understanding of the truth. And because of that, they were in the dark. They were in the dark, right? Don't we say that too? Oh, you're in the dark. You know, or the shadows. You're in the dark about something. You don't understand. You're blinded. There we go again. Now blinded, it's, it's a visual kind of concept and understanding that we use 
to define whether you can't see something. We, we also say that, oh, you can't see. You can't see the truth. You can't see the forest for the trees. We come up with all these sayings and understandings, and sometimes we miss the entire point of what we're saying. Do we really mean we can't see the forest for the trees? We're blinded. We're blinded. So, so light and darkness, what, what is darkness, actually? Is it ignorance? Well, you can say that it is ignorance, what it is, it's the lack of light. Created by the lack of light, just like evil is created by the lack of God and the lack of goodness. There is no such thing as created evil. What it is, it's the lack of something. It's the lack of light. The lack of Wisdom. Wisdom is knowledge that works. That when applied, it works. That's why it becomes wisdom. So the lack of knowing, the lack of understanding is darkness. Darth Vader had a lack of understanding. He lost it. He had it in the beginning when he was trying to be a Jedi Knight as Anakin Skywalker, but he lost the understanding as he grew, and he started to believe that the dark would be better because it gave more power, and he didn't understand that. No, it didn't. It only seemed like it gave more power. It actually took away you. You had to work harder. He had to work hard to gain his power, didn't he? He had to fight everybody. They had to dominate. The empire had to become strong and dominate because that was the only way they felt that they were going to save themselves is dominate. Isn't that what war is about? If I take control of your country, I can protect me and mine, and I can also gain more. So it's a lack of understanding. They have to work so hard. When you have understanding, you don't have to work so hard at it. When we as individuals have understanding of the truth of who we are and our divinity and our magnificence, you hardly have to work in order to manifest something. Okay? Fabulous. My wife came to me um, yesterday in the morning, and she said, just want to let you know, I know you've been taking time off to do your book. We want to be able to pay the mortgage in January, so you manifest some bookings. I, okay, honey, that's all she said. And I said, okay, honey, no problem. Universe, you heard my wife. Boom, boom, boom. By the end of the day, the entire mortgage came in. By the end of the day. It took less than 24 hours. It actually took only eight hours, and that's probably a long time. For me to manifest what I needed instantaneously. It is that instantaneous when you believe. It's that easy when you believe. When you're in the light. When you're in the light of wisdom, not the darkness of fear. So you see, light refers to the truth. It doesn't refer to a bulb It doesn't refer to the energy that the bulb even puts out. It refers to truth. 
And we've got our commercial break coming up now. That is the truth. And I'll see you on the other side. We're going to continue this. So hang in there with me. This is the Stop Stopping Yourself show. And I'm Vincent Jenner, your host. Discover the power within. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Welcome back to Stop Stopping Yourself with Vincent Jenna. Yes, welcome back, everybody. And for those of you who are just joining me, shame on you for not listening earlier. Now, I understand sometimes you have a schedule um, interruption or something, but you want to go back and you want to listen to the beginning because we are talking about the celebration and the celebrations of light during this month, which all of the religions around the world have some symbolism of light incorporated into it and why that is and why it is necessary to even understand it, no matter whether you practice a particular religion or whether you don't. If you're just a new thought, you still need to understand what this light is about. Why are the celebrations? Um, I just want to bring that up. If you are a member of a unity center or a center for spiritual living, don't eliminate everything else, especially if you were already a practicing Christian or a practicing um, Jewish person or Tibetan person, Hindu, you know, practicing Hinduism or Muslim. Don't give any of that up away. You've got to understand that you incarnated into this world intentionally knowing that that was going to be brought to you in some way. Because when you get into this new understanding and you go back and look at the religions that were created, you actually pick up a whole new meaning and a beautiful meaning because the religions were inspired. It's just that mankind took them over. And I mean mankind, men, M-E-N. If women took them over, I bet you they'd be different today. But men took them over and they became more about power and greed and hunger. But they also became overprotective, thinking that that we were these lowly, ignorant beings that couldn't take care of ourselves in reference to God and the devil, and they were going to help us. So it, it it didn't all come from a bad intention, not unless it was devil worshiping. And even them, they do it for a reason. They believe that it's it's something more important. It's 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 the Darth Vaders. They're misguided. All de- devil worshiping. That's what exactly what the story was about. And the dark side is you get more power. If you're on the dark side, you can, if you die, you can come back to life. Well, well, Jesus did that and was trying to tell everybody that you don't even die. But of course, we wanted physical, you know, life back. And so, you know, the dark side taught that you get more power following the dark side. So they wanted, you know, people wanted power. They didn't, they wanted control over their lives, which is the reason why they followed that. 
And so it is darkness because it's not the truth. And they have to work real hard at it. That's what we were talking about. But the light, and like I said before the commercial break, the light isn't about a bulb. It isn't about the energy coming from it. It's about the truth that is built within us all. And including the star that lit over Jesus was, this is the truth. This is the truth that is going to be presented to you. Let me shed light on the truth. So I just gave a hint as to the Star of David. We're going to be talking in, in two weeks. I'm going to be giving an entire metaphysical message about the story of the nativity itself. From the shepherds to the three wise kings, it was all symbolic for us to learn something. And I just gave away a piece, the star, the major star, which had proven to be all the planets coming into alignment. Listen to that. Listen to that again. All these planets. Now, what would difference would that make? The planets had no life on it. Not even back then. None of the planets had life on it. But yes, it was important for them to all come together. So the universe was in perfect alignment with the truth. There's the metaphysical message. The universe represented by that star that shined over Jesus's manger and the birth of Jesus was giving recognition and the alignment of the truth that was about to be presented to all of mankind. And it wasn't a truth about who to follow and that if you just believe in Jesus, you would be saved. But his words, the idea that Jesus was the Christ. That wasn't his last name, please. Oh, please, oh, please, oh, please. Don't pass it around to anybody who thinks his last name was Jesus Christ. Oh, we say it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? Don't we do that? We think that's his last name. It was Jesus the Christ. And Christ means Man with God, referring to humankind. So today's translation of it would be humankind with God. That's what, and of course it represented this man because he was giving example to that. So the truth that the universe was in alignment with to create the light that shined on the truth was that all humankind is part of God. That is the purpose of the light. And that with that light and understanding, all things are possible. Making a little oil last seven days longer than it should have into eight days was the truth of what we were capable of creating out of love. They loved their temple back then. 
It represented their connection with the God source, with spirit. And so they created themselves. Oh, yes, they want to give that that credit to God again, which is the reason why they humbled themselves down in their definition of the word humble to God and constantly thank it, 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 thank it. Instead of they still having problems and people are still trying to take away their land and they're still battling, whether it be there or whether it be over here. So nobody has the right idea yet. So they need to change the idea and understand that they created the light. Because if you understand that you have that, the truth of that you're connected with the God source, that you are part of God, and God is part of you, and there is no difference between the two of us, then you have a better understanding of who you are and what your capacities are, and you certainly wouldn't live the way humans have been living today. That is the light. That will shed light and the truth on everything. And that's why light is so important. And each and every soul in the world understands that, which is why we've created holidays to celebrate it in some way. But yes, we want to give it to the gods, whether it be a Hindu god in Diwali, whether it be the Jewish god in Judaism, or whether it be the Christian god in Christianity, It's still giving away the power to another source when God gave it to each and every one of us. God ingrained the truth and the light in each of our hearts. I am the way and the truth and the light. I and my Father are one, and so are you. You are the way. You are the truth. You are the light. Walk around thinking that of yourselves now and see how you act and see how you feel and how you create and manifest more knowing you are the light. And the birth of Jesus is no more than the rebirth and each Christmas time of year is a renewal of the understanding that you and God are one. That's what Jesus's primary message was. You and God are one, and because of that, you're constantly loved, lovable, and in knowing that, you can now share that love with your neighbor. The two highest, most important commandments that Jesus tried to specify, which weren't commandments, they were guidelines, was the truth. You and God are one. And Christmas is the celebration of the renewal of that understanding. Don't let it go by. I don't care if you don't celebrate Christianity. And by the way, it is not um, sacrilegious for a Jew to celebrate Christmas. Otherwise, my wife would have had a lightning bolt hit her on her head a long time ago. It is not true because 
the way I'm speaking to you now about Jesus is her understanding and belief as well. And the fact that Jesus was another really wonderful, wonderful Jewish rabbi and teacher, a highest one, a higher one, maybe the highest, I don't know. Though he did say that these deeds I do, you can do an even better. So he wasn't placing himself at the highest level. But he definitely knew through experience who we were. And he wanted to try to get that message through and and got it ingrained enough that it was written down in some way. But we read wrong. I guess he knew that was going to happen or maybe he didn't. Maybe he was hoping that things would truly change. Or at least knowing that what he did gave the possibility for things to change. Without reminding us, we would have completely forgotten and been blinded to it. So if you think about it, for the past 2,021 years, going on 2,022 years, we've been given the understanding somehow in some way of a different truth that is sitting there, a different understanding. And even though even some of our spiritual center, center for of light and, and unity, discuss the teachings of Jesus and the understanding that we are one with God, and even though they still discuss it today, the majority of us have not latched on to that fully, Otherwise, you would see more changes in the earth amongst us. You don't see those changes enough. I'm not saying you don't see changes. You see changes, not enough. And so we haven't latched on to that understanding, but without it, there'd be no hope for us understanding. There'd be no hope. At least the wisdom, the knowledge and the understanding are there for us to grab hold of and apply. We are the lights, which mean we are the truth. We have the truth. We don't have to seek it. We have to reveal it from inside of us. And the way you do that, you reveal your truth by going in there and cleaning out anything that keeps you from loving yourself and believing in yourself. Thus, again, the work I do that I'm dedicated to. I don't care what you want to practice. You want to try to arise or or ascend is the famous word to the fifth dimension. If you think that that means meaningful at all, if you want to view yourself I don't know, more esoteric or cosmic, you know, one with this power. I mean, the the only way you can really do it, man and woman, is by knowing, not just by visualizing. You, You can go into all the meditations you want, you know, envisioning you and this deity is one and the power, walk around trying to figure that out they did a lot of drugs in order to try to figure that one out and get that vision. And it worked with the drugs, but it still didn't do anything. It changed very few people's lives. 
because it's about the knowing the truth and living the truth, not seeing the truth. Seeing the truth is meaningless. Even just knowing it alone is meaningless. I put knowing and living it. You have to live the truth. To live the truth, you've got to clear the clutter. And you've got to, the truth is about who you are and loving yourself. Knowing that you are part of that deity, are that deity. Loving yourself is the same thing as loving God. You cannot love God independent of yourself. You think you can. People try to practice that all the time, and especially on Sundays, but it doesn't work. Or even Friday nights during Sabbath. It's not working because they're not honoring themselves as God. I and my father are one. He knew he was blessed. He knew he was holy. And any person who walks around understanding they are all one with God know that they're holy and sacred. When they love themselves more and you tap into your powers and you're able to manifest more, you can't wait to manifest in order to believe. You have to believe in order to manifest. That's how it works. And I know it's really hard today because of everything that's going on. I'm you know, rewriting my book and putting all of that in there. I get people calling me up all the time. How do I make the changes and the differences? And then I listen to some of the things that they're believing. I pick out some of the things that they're believing. And I'm like sitting here going, Wait, why are you thinking you can change your life with beliefs like that? You just complained about your neighbors up and down. You just complained about the government, you just complain, you, you put out all of the reasons and the defense mechanisms as to why everything is happening in your life. And yet you're asking me what you need to do in order to tap into your highest potential. And I'm like, I want to turn around and say, get a new brain. You know, they do heart transplants and kidney transplants lung transplants. I wonder if they'll ever do a brain transplant. I know Frankenstein tried to do that. It didn't work very well because he got the brain from Abbey Normal. And those of you who remember the movie will get that. Those of you who don't will say, who's Abbey Normal? But yeah, brain transplant. You need to change your thinking. You can do that without a surgery, you know. You don't have to go to a neurologist to get a new brain. You need to get new thoughts. What are your thoughts and beliefs? Examine them. Your beliefs create everything. And don't say you believe something if you're going to act in a different way. Turn on that light within you. Look at this holiday season. Oh, and, and do me a favor. Don't even bother calling me if you think you're too above looking at this stuff, that you're so enlightened. Because if you think you're so enlightened, you're standing more in the dark than you know. There is only one proof of enlightenment, and that is evolvement. Evolve. You have evolved into being able to create all you want in this lifetime and that you've helped others do the same.
then you know you've evolved. Until that point, you know, I don't want to know that you think you're too good to think about God. I'll tell people on the phone, you know, when they're calling me, I'm not religious pusher over here. I'm not trying. I'm not the guy that stands out on the street corner saying that the world is coming to an end and passing out books or knocking on your door and asking you for 25 cents for the little light book that I'm going to give you, lighthouse book. I'm not talking about that. I'm not trying to convert you, but I am trying to push you into understanding that you're greater than something than, than you know. And the only way that you can know that is by realizing there is something greater out there to start with. There's a greater power. I don't care what you want to call it, but call it something. Don't walk around and just say energy because you don't know what that is. You have no idea every time you keep defining yourself as energy or a vibration. I love that, a vibration. Massagers, they give vibrations. We just got a gift for Hanukkah and it was a back massager. Now that's a vibration. But what does it mean when we say all of these ambiguous terms? We have to just simply define ourselves rather than trying to intellectually define ourselves because that's going to make us feel better. I'm a vibration. Everything is a vibration. And and we have to put our vibrations in alignment. What the hell does that mean? I'm going to align my vibrations now, honey. So watch out. There may be a big bang or noise or something. I don't know what the hell is going to happen if I align my vibrations. What are you aligning? You're aligning your thoughts. You're aligning your beliefs. That's all you have to care about. You understand me? You don't have to care about vibrations. All of that are results. They're results. Your vibrations change based on your beliefs and attitudes and behaviors. That's all you need to know. As human beings, we are nothing more than beliefs thoughts and emotions and attitude and behaviors that's all you are that's all that matters that's all only reason why we're here if we wanted to just be plain old vibrations we would have stayed on the other side and even there they're more than just vibrations there's feelings and emotions there as well and behaviors thoughts and feelings emotions behaviors they all go hand in hand and that's what we are and when you get those in alignment, then you have, then you are a light because you've litten, lit, sorry, litten, you've lit the way to truth. That's all we care about, the light. And so when we say you're a light and shine and put yourself out there, what we're saying is put the truth out there. So in other words, when somebody turns around and says, you seem so happy, there's so many beautiful things that happen in your life. How do you do that? Bam, now you can shed your light on the truth. So that's what it's about. It's about truth. You're about truth. You're about feelings. You're about thoughts. You're about behaviors and beliefs. And pay no attention to anything else because it is getting all in your way. Celebrate the light this month and always, but remember it mostly this month any way you want. 
the truth within your heart. The truth will set you free. And by the way, there is only one truth. There are many paths to get to it, but there is only one truth, and it's not based on opinions. There are many opinions, just that like there are buttholes, but there's only one truth, and the truth works for everybody, and the truth is who you are, and the truth is you are one with a divine force that created you. You are a power. You are a God. I don't care what you want to call it. You are divine. You are magnificent. You are the truth. Allow that truth to renew within you and rebirth to the Christ that you are, to the human that you are with God, that you are not separate from any power and source. You are not separate from it. We are not separated from each other. We are all part of one family, one truth. Let that sink in. And the vibrations will vibrate on their own. The energy will happen on its own. But all you have to care about is being in alignment with the truth and living it every single day and moment of your life. Live the truth of love and compassion, and caring. You want peace? That's the only way you get it. You don't raise your vibrations to get peace. You can take a whole bunch of tuning forks and vibrate each and every one of them. You're not going to get any more peace than before they were vibrating. So don't talk to me about vibrations. If you are, make sure you're playing the Beach Boys song good vibration because that's all it is going to help us with I wish you all an incredible week remember you are the truth you live it and you will manifest all that you desire you're all divine children of the most high this is the stop stopping yourself show I'm Vincent Jenna Start having new beliefs so that you can stop stopping yourself and see the magnificent life you're coming into in 2022. I'll see you here next week. Have a fabulous week. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Hi, I'm Jane Asher, and I believe, and from what I've been shown, that when our loved ones die, they don't really leave. They just slip into the next room. On my podcast, I explore the bigger picture surrounding life on Earth, and what follows when we do die. I speak with authors, friends, transition specialists, and other experts about every facet of death, dying, grief, hospice care, cultural traditions, and also our beliefs about that final journey. 
and what we may end up facing. Please join me on the next room on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts.